You're listening to Supervision with a Vision, where we discuss all things supervision. I'm your host, Sarah, professional counselor, marriage and family therapist, play therapist, eating disorder specialist, and cookie lover, with my co-host, Heather, marriage and family therapist, certified together in Texas counselor, a Texas transplant from California, and outdoor adventurer. Hi, welcome to Supervision with a Vision. Today, Heather and I are talking about reassuring someone with anxiety. This week, we read Help an Anxious Loved One Break the Reassurance Cycle, published in Psychology Today, 2021. Heather, when I read this, I was really thinking about supervisees as our loved ones, I guess. Right, right. I agree. So it could be someone that we know personally, but I think this also really applies to how we interact with our our supervisees. Mm -hmm. So the first point that was made in the article is how someone might fish for or look for reassurance. Can you think of sometimes either someone you know personally or a supervisee that you worked with was really looking for seeking reassurance? Um, I've had several brand new supervisees that will call or text, hey, can we Mm -hmm. talk real quick? Yes. Like in like with almost a panic kind of. Yes. In yeah. T- yeah. So, okay, sure. Let me get back to you. And so I make a phone call. And then the question they ask next is really maybe just falls flat. Like they want to know if they, the situation's already over. They've yeah. already done their action, whatever, what needed yeah. to be. So they're like, did I do the right thing? Was that how I should have done it? And it's more like, well, even if it wasn't, what it's you already do about it now? Yeah. Like yeah. you're kind of like, but they're so stuck in that place of like needing someone else to tell them that's okay. Or that happens with clients. Mm -hmm. One that I can think of in particular, a dad left a family session. And I mean, okay, people Mm -hmm. get angry during family sessions and they leave. There was nothing else that happened in that context. Like why? Like this was imminent Uh, that I call you right now. Right. But so, I mean, that makes it sound like some of the things that they're looking for reassurance for you with your amount of experience think that's a typical thing. Right. That's normal. Certainly not a, a major problem. Right. Do you, I'm thinking, listening to you, that a lot of this stems from wanting to know everything or wanting to do everything correctly. Yes. And I I think a lot of my supervisees have that desire or want when they're first beginning, that they want to do everything right. No matter how much we're taught in school, it's not until you're in the room with a client that you learn, like you learn from experience, right? Mm -hmm. You learn from sitting with clients and experiencing different things. There's no way really to prepare supervisees for that in advance until they've done some work. I also think one of my favorite parts of being a counselor is you will never know what your day is going to be like, that it will always surprise you. Clients will always surprise you. Some of my favorite counseling moments are things that make me laugh that I thought I never would have thought that this would happen or this is what I was going to do today or that I would be able to say this happened with a client and it just does sometimes. And I think sometimes personality types can play into this too. Certain Mm -hmm. personality types or people's experiences have led them to need more reassurance, more to make sure they've got it right. Other personality types, I almost tend to go the other way with, hey, run that by me next time you oh, make that yes. CPS report. Just yeah. let me know that happened. That's a good point. <laughs> I hadn't thought of it, that that side of the coin that sure, I've had supervisees that I think, I wish they would check in a little more often. Right. Yeah. I think the my supervisees that are looking for reassurance are putting a lot of pressure on themselves. Right. And it means like you described, 
someone who's just in such close contact. They're asking you all the time. Mm -hmm. They're double checking with you. How do you begin to wean them off of that? If they've got maybe had the luxury of asking you all the time, is this good? Is this good? Is this good? What have you done to help them slowly back away from that? One thing that really does help is to have them write it down. Like, hey, before you talk to me or before you think we need to talk, Mm because there's going to be red flags that you need to talk about. If you're going to make a CPS report, please let me know. Those are bigger things. Uh But there are going to be other things that you can really hold on to. And that might look like a dad in session got up and left. Mm -hmm. But you're going to have supervision in two days and... There's yeah. nothing else that's going to need to happen. I like by that. Then. And maybe, I mean, writing it is nice. I don't often actually write things down very much anymore unless it's a to-do list. But if even I ask them to write me an email, that right. how many times would they type it out? And go, oh, And then actually, think, yeah, I'm not going to send that. Right. Or I can wait. I'll be okay. Right. I think that at the beginning, I'm very, very open to any time. Like whatever, whenever they text or call, yep, let me get back to you right away. But then there's other times where... I will just slowly start to say, okay, good, because I'm in between sessions right now. So I will get back to Mm -hmm. them, but then give them the reason that we don't need to discuss it any further. You start limiting your interaction Mm -hmm. a little bit. So slowly you're you're giving them, asking them to have more independence. Right. Sometimes giving it to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Heather, the second point in the article, validation is the short-term fix, not the long-term fix. Right. If they're constant, especially in the supervisee role, uh, supervisor role, you've got supervisees coming to you and asking and wanting that validation. It's okay for the immediate calm them down situation. But at some point in time, we're hoping that they can navigate those things without sure. that extra yeah. support. So no matter what direction they go with their counseling, there's it's intended this way that you start out with a lot of support, a little, some, maybe some hand holding right. guidance direction, but that once you're done with supervision, I really try to emphasize to my supervisees, once you're done, that doesn't mean don't ever do it. Don't right. ever get consultation. Oh, right. But I, it certainly happens that gradually you have less of that. Right. You're more independent, either you're ready and you're comfortable or you're expected to be able to do more things without Right. A lot of hand-holding or support. Right. And I think as a counselor goes through the experience and they start to become their own type of counselor, like they're finding their way of counseling, as they develop that, then we start to see that the confidence builds. And as that confidence builds, Mm -hmm. there's less of that like instant reassurance needed all the time. So Mm -hmm. that validation can step back to like bigger spaces in between when it happens. So would you say validation is the short-term fix and confidence is the long-term fix? Yes. Yes. Can you think of times where you've seen that happen in your supervisees that you went from somebody who needed a lot of reassurance to someone who looks and feels and acts confidently as a counselor? I think I wouldn't say all of my supervisees, but a lot of them start out that way Mm -hmm. where they just need to check in more frequently because they're just not sure. Is that normal? Mm -hmm. Or I have a parent that drops off a kid and leaves. Is that okay? Just weird contextual things that don't necessarily like, they're like, I just need this. Did I do the right thing all the time? Where at some point in time, it's their call or it's like, well, you know the rule on that. And you don't have to have the conversation. It's experience. Mm -hmm. I think you and I do that with each other. And like I was describing, you'll never anticipate all the things that could happen. Right. But you and I still bounce things off of each other and say, okay, this happened. Is that what you would do? Or is that how you would handle it? 
and we're, we're double checking with each other, but we don't have to do that with every decision. Right. Or every interaction that we're more confident. That right. I'm pretty sure I got, I, I did this the way I would have wanted to, or the way that feels right, or the way that's ethical or appropriate, but I just want to double check. Right. And I think that's why it's so important for supervisees to learn that like, you're going to build your circle of other counselors around you. The, oh, well, Sarah does a lot of play therapy or does a lot of eating disorder work. Mm-hmm. So those type things that I'm stuck on, I have this great resource in my back pocket and asking for insight or help is what makes our profession great. Mm-hmm. It builds a better like community of helpers. Mm-hmm. Do you think validation as the short-term fix has its place? That there's a time where you just need the short-term fix? Yes, I think absolutely. Especially I can think of one supervisee in particular. He was way overstretched. He had three sites that he was doing work at and many, many intense clients. And sometimes he just needed to go like, okay, so that was good. Like he just needed that like instant gratification of I did that right. I can move on to this next other thing that's brewing. Mm -hmm. I think that happens a lot when people have multiple placements or maybe I can imagine Using reassurance as the short-term fix when you realize you just have to get past this one point. Right. If it's something, is this, I don't know, is this how I should dress for the first day? Right. Yep. Moving on. And then, okay, Mm -hmm. after that, let's get on to bigger things. Right. That maybe there's a lot of things like that. That, yes, the short-term, it is a short-term fix, but if it then allows you to get on to the next thing that you need to think about or work on, then maybe it's purposeful. Right. And I think we go from a shift here between the validation and reassurance being a little bit like, those are two different things. Mm -hmm. So for me, validation means more, am I good enough? Or like, is that a good thing? Did I do that? Like you're looking for that. And reassurance, I feel like is more a lot of what you and I maybe discuss, like, huh, Mm. this is the scenario Well, yeah, I was going to say I caught myself while we were talking that I switched up reassurance versus validation. So our article talked about reassurance. And so their definition of reassurance is basically telling somebody, giving them the answer kind of like, yes, you Mm -hmm. got it. Mm -hmm. And that validation is building confidence, Mm -hmm. I think, based Mm -hmm. on what we've described. Right. So reassurance is a short term fix. Validation is the thing that you're shooting for. And so I I, we said it backwards a couple of times. (laughs) So reassurance is. Just the, I don't know, the Band-Aid? Right. Or the quick, like, "Uh uh-huh, yep, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Giving them the answer, Mm -hmm. making them feel better. But it's, so someone might be seeking out reassurance to feel better. It's the, it is a short-term solution. We just said building confidence can be the long-term solution. And so we're saying that validation, based on our article, right? validation is the same thing as building confidence. And so that it's the long-term fix. So what's the, when you're doing it, what's the difference between reassurance, the short-term solution, mm-hmm. and validation, the long-term solution? What does that look like? How is it different? I think with validation, I am much more likely to go into a deeper, like the why behind it. Mm-hmm. So with reassurance, it's, yep, that sounds good, or yep, on the right track, or you know, it's something more quick. It's more of a like touchstone, like, oh, yep, do that, or hey, wanted to check base with that one client we talked about last week did you follow up with them you know you're kind of just getting a very quick like snapshot almost Mm -hmm. kind of thing Mm -hmm. with validation it's much more like hey we discussed this scenario you're building more into like how is that for you and there's more of an interpersonal I feel yeah I like that I was thinking not supervision related but I think of 
reassurance in terms of how do these pants make me look? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just say, good. Right. Right. But if it's validation, then validation would be he- helping the person to feel good or confident in whatever they're wearing. Right. Regardless of. Yeah. Right. So in supervision. So if the, the reassuring answer is good or your hair looks good or something maybe right. more superficial, quick. Right. It's, it solves the problem right then. Validation is the thing that maybe helps people feel like they don't have to ask that question anymore. Right. They've stopped that kind of line of questioning. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe in supervision, that would be someone who comes to you with every single group idea that they've got. <laughs> right. And they want to know, they want you to mm-hmm. look at it. And then gradually they feel pretty good about their group ideas. And they might occasionally have right. you look at them or they might some bounce some ideas off of you, but it doesn't feel like a need. Right. And it isn't every single time. Right. They may even be like, hey, I have this new idea I want to try. It's almost like they start to take ownership over their own Mm -hmm. piece of it. Oh, I like that. So if there's reassuring happening, they're able to meet that need themselves more often. And it shifts from being the supervisor's role to to do that all the time. Right. Very good. Well, thanks today for listening to Supervision with a Vision and our discussion of reassuring someone with anxiety. You've been listening to Supervision with a Vision. Head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Therapy Academy to join the conversation and get show notes. We'll be back next week with more Supervision with a Vision.